The Robins, unofficial podcast. For fans, by fans. Come on, The Robins. We all follow the Robins wherever they may go. We all follow the Robins away and at home. We all follow the Robins. Good afternoon, this is your Reverend Reporter Katoon at Largest Lane, ready for the match. Eastman League. Brentwood Town against South and St Peter, and we have our colleague and friend Fish to read the team sheet. Over to you, Fish. Number one, goalkeeper Mark Scott. Number two, Jack Dean. Number three, Caden Genovese. Number four, Roberto Inditi. Number five, Dan Bayliss. Number six, Scott Rees. Number seven, and the captain, Max Herbert. Number eight, Michael Atkinson. Number nine, Joe Grant. Number 10, Mikel Platt. And number 11, Seb Bowman. Number 12, on the bench, George Knight. 14, as a sub as well, is Louis Soares. As are Shamar Moore, William Dupre and Shaquille Ishmael. Come on, you Robbies. Well, here, thanks, Fish. Enjoy the game. Let's start the show with this catchy tune. Who in the state? Who marching in? Here's the window state. Who marching in? The sound of good old Jerry Lee Lewis there from 1958. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are, and welcome, Robins fans. From your roving reporter, Gitoon, standing in again for James, the Captain Birdseye, who, although improving, is still suffering from the effects of the dreaded COVID-19. Welcome to When the Saints Come Marching In, the fourth game of the Ishman League 2020, and we welcome visitors Charles and Peter. Like the Robins, they are fresh from a midweek victory against Barking. The sound in the background, by the way, is the washing machine, so many apologies. Now, the Saints were formed in 1926 and played local junior football from its ground on Gold Hill Common. 1948 saw a move to the Great Western Combination League, in which Bracknell were also affiliated, and a year later, the club moved to its present location, although the picturesque name of Mill Meadow belies its origins as a refuse tip. Their nickname, the Saints, is taken from the dedication of the church in the village in an area known as the Chalfonts in south-east Buckinghamshire. Like Marlow, the mute swan is depicted on their jerseys, a typical emblem seen throughout Buckinghamshire. A move into the Athenian League saw a change in fortunes and led a top-half finish in their first season in the Spartan League and a trophy for the Cabinet in the 2006-2007 season. Their highest Ishman League Division 1 position was 11th in 1990 and 1991. Chalfont have won the Barks and Bucks Intermediate Cup four times and they progressed to the FA Trophy third qualifying round in 1990 and 1992 and their FA Cup run saw them reach the third qualifying round in 1999, 2013 and 2015 respectively. Chalfont's FA Vars best performance was reaching the semi-finals in 2008, where they narrowly missed progressing to the final after drawing with Gloss up North End, but then losing a penalty shootout 6-5 in the replay. 
Now, next-door neighbour's dog has just seen me through the window and doesn't like the sound of the microphone. So, I apologise for any barking in the background. Now, their top goal scorer to date was Eddie Sedgwick, who notched up a staggering 148 goals in his career. Their biggest victory was a 10-1 trouncing of Kentish Town in the Spartan South Midlands League Premier Division on the 23rd of December 2008. And their heaviest defeat was getting bashed 13-0 at the dripping pan, Lewis, in the Eastman League Division 3 on the 7th of November 2000. Now the Saints play at Mill Meadow, Charfonts and Peter, and their ground capacity is 4,500, of which 220 is seated. Their record attendance was 2,550 in a friendly against Watford in 1985. Danny Edwards put in 700 appearances as manager, but on his recent departure saw Finley Johnson take the helm with his new young development team. Now fresh from their 2-0 victory against Barking on Tuesday night, the Saints will be keen to keep their winning form. Watching the highlights, it looks as though they like to play down the flanks and their keeper looks solid. Goal scorers Ashley Knight and Sydney Ibey will be the men to watch. A recent tweet highlighted their intentions. A very tough encounter awaits us, but let's try and build on Tuesday to try and get a result. I used to go to school with a guy called Tony Chalfont and his dad was called Peter. A coincidence? Oh, well, never mind, but he was good at football. Now, I hope you'll join me in wishing James, the Captain Birdseye, a speedy and complete recovery, and we hope he knocks 19 for 6. Don't forget, you're always welcome to tweet me, at Gitoon, but only if it's something nice. In the meantime, come on you Robins. It's half time at Large's Lane. I just wanted any of you notice the deliberate mistake on last week's podcast. I spelt Bayliss wrong and Chertsey were not formed in 1980. But moving on, we have uh, our resident reporter Stephen the Gaffer Witty with us to give you uh, an insight into what's been going on. And there's plenty of it, Steve. Yeah, really dominant um, half from Bracknell today. Um, Chalfont really struggled to cope with us. 3 um, 0 up at half time. Um, and I've got to say, two, three great goals. Um, we also missed a penalty, hit the crossbar, and had a goal disallowed that was clearly not offside. So, um, very, very dominant. And uh, let's move on to the second half. I think they're going to struggle with us. Really do. One, I uh, wasn't completely sh- uh, sure about the decision by the lino in the last five minutes of the game, where the ball did not cross the line. What do you think? Yeah, the linesman, I think, had a couple of difficult moments in the game. Uh, yeah, disallowed a goal that I quite can't, can't quite work out why it was off, um, given offside. And also a couple of dodgy decisions. That ball coming out, ball needs to clearly cross the line completely. It didn't. And, and secondly as well, I think he's missed a couple of fouls as well. So, uh, yeah, a bit of a bit of a, a tough half. Let's hope he's better second half. Many thanks, Steve. I've got Steve McClurg on the touchline with me and um, former player, life member, manager and many other things. Know the family well. Uh, what do you think of the first half then, Steve? Oh, I thought it was an excellent performance, yeah. Played really well. Getting the ball out, playing a bit of football and uh, putting the ball in the back of the net. That's what counts. Do you think we'll have more, think we'll have more in the second half? I'll pray. Magic Steve, thanks very much. Cheers. 
Going full time at Largest Lane, Bracknell Town against Charfonts and Peter. 4-0 victory. Centre-half scoring the last five minutes. And I have Stephen the Gaffer Witty with me for his expert analysis of the game. Over to you, Steve. Dominant 90 minutes. Um, Bracknell from start to finish. Um, Chalfont, I've got to say, we're lucky to get away with 4-0. Um, they did sort of rally a little bit in the second half and attempt to sort of keep the score down. But, yeah, a really great, a really great team performance. Um, we've got, got to call out... Um, um, Herbert in the middle, Max had an exceptional game, Michael Atkinson coming back, looked dominant, really did control the centre of midfield um, and you've got to mention Dan Bayliss um, I think he was even surprised by that goal um, beat three men, struck it bottom corner from 20 yards out uh, I don't think many centre backs do that but is even a lucky strike or it was, a, it was the sign of things to come, a great performance by Bracknell, really good any chance you'll be going to the game on Tuesday, Steve? Yeah, won't miss it. Won't miss it. Um, you can't not. FA Cup, um, you know, through to, through to the, uh, the, 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 fourth, the third qualifying round. Um, it should be a really good game. Should be a really good game. So, no, looking forward to it. Shame it's got to be in North London, though. Yeah, it is a shame. I'm going to start thumbing a lift now. OK, I'll speak to you soon. Thanks <laughs> yeah, a lot, great, Steve. Great, thank Thanks you. a lot. We've got Dan Bayliss just after scoring a goal. I mean, when a centre-half can score a goal like that... It's got to mean something. Please tell us about it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good goal. It's a good goal. And, you know, most important is a clean sheet and three points. So Fantastic, mate. Brilliant. So Keep it going. Well done, lads. Take care. I'm with Man- Brantley Town manager Bobby Wilkinson on the line at Largest Lane. Bobby, it just gets better and better. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, it's a good result. Yeah, good result. Yeah, fantastic result. And what about the goal from a centre half in the last 10 minutes? It's unbelievable centre half. Uh, unbelievable goal. Unbelievable. Yeah. Moving on for the uh, game on Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah we're, we're, we're ready. We're ready. Many thanks for taking the time, Bobby. Yeah, All sorry, the best. Yeah, Take it easy. Cheers. The Robins, unofficial podcast. For fans, by fans. Come on, the Robins.